Yes. Uh, I, stumbling out of the gate and I'm owning it. Um, <laughs> here on the 39th episode of first and 15th. Um, and thank you all for tuning in, but I'm sitting out here and we're experiencing some wildfire action. And here's, here's why I'm stumbling. I'm not smoking a cigar. Oh, you're not a cigar guy today. I'm not a cigar guy today. And I don't know what to do with myself when I'm not. So if you hear, I'm a little, do I sound a little, do I sound a little gravelly? No, you actually sound I, pristine. Wow. Fresh off the factory larynx. Larynx? larynx. Or is that the cat? Is that the no, cat? No, no. Cat, the cat's cat? a lynx. Lynx. Yeah. I don't sound like one of those. No. Maybe. I don't know if I've heard of it. Are they one of the meowing cats or are they one of the roaring cats? I think or there's, there's a whole subsect of yeah, like hissing. They're like supposed hissing. to be they're supposed to be a roaring cat, but I want to say they're like the like if a real roaring cat went up against it, it would lose. It would turn into a meowing cat. Yes. Like yes. right in front of the roaring cat's yeah. eyes. Episode thirty nine, first and fifteenth. I am Capitalist Media with me is my good friend, my co host. Phil Carood, you can find out more about Phil Carood at www.comedycigarsmusic.com. And you can find out more about me at www.kaplowitz.xyz. I think I missed a dot after the last W. I'm going to take another swing at that. Go ahead. www. Oh, I'm sorry. You stepped on me at the board. <laughs> www.kaplowitz.xyz. XYZ. Mm. And uh, this is an odd numbered episode. So, this is my episode, which means I get to pick an impolite conversation and an unsolicited advice topic for those particular segments. So, I'm really looking forward to that. I do have some news to mention right at the top. I, uh, um, I currently now have my first Capitalist Media book available for purchase and if you would like to know more about that you can check out my website at capitalist.xyz or you can email me directly at capitalistmedia at yahoo.com so do please do that it is and again i want to touch too heavily on it but it is um how to enjoy a cigar it is meant to be read in the time it takes to enjoy a cigar and it's going to run you about the price of a cigar a nice premium quality cigar but for more information check out capitalist.xyz and also uh get a hold of me again capitalistmedia at yahoo.com but i am not gonna belabor that point phil more important things exist in the world yep. phil and i think we both know what i'm talking about when i say this the queen died yes not our queen. No, we um, we don't do that. Yeah. Uh, technically, I mean, but uh, but the queen died, and um, now there's a king, King Charles. Was it the third? Third, he went. King yeah, he, yeah. Third. He yeah. went. And with apparently, Charles I heard. Apparently, oh, uh, yeah, no. I, well, I heard that he could have picked any name. Apparently, he could have picked any that, one of the names he has. Right. He has like a string of like lineal kind of names he could have picked from. And, and at first, like I heard he could have picked any name mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. There should be like a King Gonzo. <laughs> but apparently it's limited to like you can't pick any name. Oh. But it reminded me of the Pope. You know, how the Pope could pick his name, but I don't know if there's restrictions. I don't know. Maybe there'd be a Pope Gonzo. 
I don't know if he's, you know, has to work within those tight of parameters, but uh, King Charles the third. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, this might be, uh, this might be a bitter pill for some people, but I really like the royalty. I get a kick out of them. I yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not one of those people. Okay. So I'm not one of those people that like, they follow the, 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 the tabloids about like what they're doing and everything. I just like the idea of a king and a monarchy because it's consistent. It's not <laughs> like every, it's not like every four years we're voting for the guy we'd most like to have a beer with. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a certain consistency to it that I appreciate. Well, the, the, the only thing that falls out of that consistency though, is when the, the, the crazy one comes up and, you know, like you had maybe a halfway but that nice makes for interesting before. times. But <sighs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, not yeah. if you're not if you're living in those times, it doesn't. You're getting yeah. limbs cut off. It's like, oh, that guy jaywalked. I guess he's losing his leg. Because that's <laughs> well, that, that's how that's how King jaywalk, that, do you? Yeah, that's how King. There's rules. That's how King Bartholomew runs things here. Sorry. <laughs> that's how King Gonzo wants <laughs> things done. <laughs> yeah, you know you're screwed if you go from King Charles to King Gonzo. Like you're five years old and it's like, oh, King Charles is awesome. Well, he died. Now it's King Gonzo. Oh, oh this is going to be a long oh. life. Right. <laughs> and, and he's 12. Right. This is the only king I'm ever going to have. Yeah. My entire life, I'm going to have to pledge allegiance to King Gonzo. Yeah. And, and I'm going to have to do it like as politely as possible because he's already off three people just today. Mm. Wow. That's tough, but uh, consistency is key. It's like a fine cigar, <laughs> which, and, which actually um, makes me. If you want to think... know more about fine cigars and the smoking thereof, I happen to have a book out. I'll hold it up now, although yeah, this yeah, is hold a it video, up. But, but uh, it's it's a nice it's a nice little chat book. It's uh it's several pages thick. It's got some stories. It's got it looks the font is like a cool quirky little like it looks like I typed it on a manual typewriter and then Xeroxed it off. It's really lowbrow, lovely. But hey, I don't want to get <laughs> too far into hyping my own book or hawking my wares on this show. This is your show. This is my show. This is our show. So. Where were we? Speaking of your book, though, you've written about oh, this my chat book. book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this chat book. Yeah. It's like you said it was kind of like a British type thing, right? I don't know how I could correlate that. Yes, if you're British, yeah, I think you would particularly appreciate this book because of my overuse of hyphenated words. There we go. Um, that seems to be a British thing, maybe a Victorian era thing. Lots of hyphens. If you like, if you're a fan of hyphenated words, I'm opening up one now. Five pack five hyphen pack um get yourself capitalist media how to enjoy a cigar but look i don't want to make this all about that we're talking about other stuff king charles excellent speech did you see king charles the third i didn't see the speech oh i gotta tell you i i i had some dust fly right in my eye when when he (laughs) like i uh it's a weird time of year for allergies here in the Pacific Northwest, but uh, damned if I didn't get a touch of allergies during his speech. He said some lovely things, and he speaks. They speak the monarchy. It's such like when they address the public, it's like such a heightened language that they use. And it's it's a lovely thing to see as opposed to like, you know, any schlub that we have. You know, like... Uh, well, that's. I mean, that's not fair. Our guys end up mumbling half of the stuff out anyway 
Jesus. It's, uh, you know, the one thing I will say I did with the royalty, I, there's no way, I mean, all the money in the world, the biggest castles in the world, I couldn't do it because I can't, I couldn't dress up all the time. They have to dress up all the time. I I don't think I've ever seen them in casual clothes. I, I've thought about that. And they're not always speaking in heightened language. You know, like at a certain point, King Charles III breaks down and says something dirty in the Cockney accent. Oh, yeah. You know that they Where, have. If, you know, like he he elbows his, his, his wife, the, the queen. Right. Uh, and, yeah. and and says something filthy in the Cockney accent. He's Blyell. Yeah. Or they're yeah. all having like during their whatever holidays royalty you know, recognizes they're all having their own little fart contests and stuff like that. They're, they don't, they're, they're different people off camera. You, you would think, you would hope, you would hope they would have some semblance of like, I guess that would be a private life where you talk about stuff, but they don't let it all hang out. They don't, they don't go to Walmart in pajamas. You know, they, uh, there's. See, that's there's what, that's thing. what I have to see though. Like if somebody ever convinced me to be royalty, it'd have to be like, well, how many, how many shorts and t-shirts are in my wardrobe? And I guarantee it's going to be zero and I've, then I'm out. I, I love this. I, I love this whole subtext that there is going to be a point in your life where somebody is going to try to convince you to be royalty and you're already like making these terms up. Yeah, I don't want to you're, rule anything out. I mean, you never know. Yeah. True. But I could I have some know. lineage Actually, somewhere. With with your lineage, it might not be the monarchy. It might go a little further back. Although there's some entwined thing, but you might have to wear like what like like Raja Raja. I have, no, like I, the, I have no idea. The Indian. All the, I know is a sorry, but I think that's that, the dress women wear. Ah, that's the board game that Lewis likes to play. He likes to yeah. get the red pawns and then like you pull the cards. It's uh, it's like Parcheesi. <laughs> but it's uh, updated, and Parcheesi, of course, is famously uh, originating from the Indian subcontinent, which is an interesting way to tie things up. And speaking of tying things up, I do tie things up at the end of my book, mm. and um, I do bring it all home. And um, again, the book is How to Enjoy a Cigar by me, Capitalist Media. I keep showing it to the camera. Nobody's ever going to see this, but uh, it's a night. It's a. So wouldn't you say that's a substantial chapbook? Uh, I think that's substantial. Like, yeah, that's a substantial book, chapbook, pamphlet. In the UK, the royal family would not call this a chapbook. The royal family, since they are British, uh, would refer to it as a pamphlet. Do you think they, they would read it? They don't do chapbook. I think they would. I think they would. I think they would, and I think they would be a little confused. I think that they might think I was British because you know they would. Prince Charles would say, like, bloody hell, there's a lot of iPhones. Oh, can you imagine if that happened, though, and then you had to fake being British just to impress the royal family? It's like Stevie Wonder, who's, like, faked himself into this corner where he has to convince everybody he's really blind and everybody knows he's not. <laughs> and he has to act the role of a blind man his entire life. Have you seen that? Like, it, it, there's, I think it's Stevie Wonder, one of the blind guys. Yeah, because I think there was, yeah, there's, like, a, I think I saw a clip. It's been a couple years ago now where somebody was doing something and he, like, clearly moved where it's, like, how would he have known to move? He went right to where the action was. Was yeah. it, it was like an elevator or something? Or it was, was it, yeah, it was this. something. It was something, a hall. It was something. It was something. And, and what he has like a famous neighbor, and his neighbor said that he did something too. It was his famous, who's his famous neighbor? I want to say it was Shaq, but that doesn't sound right. No, if it was Shaq, anyway, we would have already heard about that. Was, for sure. Yeah, but would we have understood? Because Half of it. sometimes he mumbles a little he bit. Does. He does it purposely to make funny. But um, 
I want to, who was it? It was somebody famous I was seeing on a show, and they were, like, talking about that. Who was it? Anyway, let's say it was Shaq. Who cares? Yeah, but, uh, Shaq, in air quotes, um, was saying something to the effect that uh, Stevie Wonder was actually cited. Yeah, that would be tough to, I mean, it would be nice. I mean, I, I could pull off British. I wonder how British. Shaq knew, I would have, like... I would have to stop doing podcasts because I can't do the British accent. Oh, well. yeah. Well, you could say that you're an actor and you're just doing a, an American accent. Wow. That's... Uh, do you ever... Effort. Speaking of that, do you ever get disappointed when you're watching a movie and you don't realize the actor is British and he's doing a spot-on, like badass american like spy or something accent and then you find out he's british and he has like the worst british accent ever yeah. it just uh, yeah and, and and i know it's like a thing everybody talks about and all that but uh, space uh, consists of british people only like uh, every every <laughs> sci-fi show is, is is in britain apparently whether you're going forward in time or back in time the 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 um what is it? Uh, the uh, the HBO show. Uh, ba, ba, ba. It's like medieval, but it's not. But everybody's British too, with the dragons. Oh, uh, you know. Lord of the Rings, or not? Not Lord of no, the Rings. No, uh, no, not Lord. I wanted to say Lord of the Rings, but it's like Lord Game of, of Thrones. Rings. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I don't know if it's like Lord of the Rings. I didn't really pay much attention to either one of those franchises, but um, they occupy the same place in my head. <laughs> <laughs> a place where I don't often go. Yeah. Um, well, even Lord of the Rings, but, it's completely it's completely made up place, and it's still they still in British accents. It's it's British. It's it, it's a uh, it's weird. It's weird. But uh, I would have to learn the British, and there's several British accents. If I had to learn a British accent, it would definitely be Cockney. No, I can see that because I like that. I like that, and and you get like the slant rhyme slang, the rhyme slang. I don't know why I said slant. Is it slant? They have like a rhyme slant, like all aces and sixes. They they like say things, but they're not really saying things because they're saying things that rhyme with things they really want to say. It's very weird. I have see. I don't, I'm not even familiar with that one. Yeah, let me, let me see this over here. We're, we're researching. We're officially researching on first uh, and fifteenth. Yeah, I, I want I want to do a better job at explaining what this is. Although I have no internet service. <laughs> Oh, there we go. Stand by. So, 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 so uh, the, the, the rhyming slang. Uh, pleasure and pain means egg. I don't know why that is. Lump of ice means rain. Wait, hold on. Hold how do you on. see? How do you even understand what they're talking about? I don't know. Um, uh, this is according to Wikipedia now. Oh, off Wikipedia. Rhyming slang is a form of slang word construction in the English language. It is ex especially prevalent uh, among Cockneys in England and was first used in the early 19th century in the East End of London. Hence, it's alternating. Um, what is, where's some, where is some, okay, so here, so yeah, apples, the slang word is apples, the meaning is stairs. The original phrase is apples and pears. So if I'm going to go up or down a flight of stairs, I'm going to go, lay off, Phil. Gonna see some apples and pears. I'm gonna have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I think because stairs rhyme with pears. Yeah, but no, I the apples. Okay, so let's try this one. Uh, the slang word is bottle. Okay. 
the meaning is arse. And the original phrase is bottle and glass. So ass glass. Yeah. So blimey, I tripped on the patio and fell on me bottle and glass. So why wouldn't it, if you, if if the slang word is bottle, which doesn't make any sense, if you're doing the rhyme thing, why wouldn't the slang word be glass? This is a lot to remember. Yeah, which which I can tell you honestly right now, I'm not going to. This uh, here's another one scooting on ahead over here. The slang word is frog. The meaning is road. <laughs> the original <laughs> phrase is frog and toad. So toad road. Right. Which that actually Lay you can actually. Fill. You could actually hit the frog and toad, governor. Because people get frogs and toads mixed up anyway, which I still don't completely understand. Frog and toad. Frog and toad. This was all to like mask what they're actually saying. So, um, loaf means head. Loaf of bread. Okay. Means head. So, uh, so it would be some. Oh, okay. So it would be something like this. It it me and me loaf. So they wouldn't actually say the loaf of bread. Why are these That's people, why are these people advanced me, in sci-fi? Hit me in, in me bloody loaf, gov. You think they do that just to so people have longer conversations with them? Because you say, like, it hit me in me loaf, and then somebody's like, what are you trying to say? Hit me loaf. Oh, it hit me in me head. Why I didn't like it, why didn't Let, you let's just do say apples that? Again. So 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 I misused this at the beginning. So it's the slang <laughs> word is apples. I don't want you to confuse any of this. The, the, the sl- any yeah, I, I mean, yes, the slang word is apples. The meaning is stairs and the original phrase is apples and pears, but I don't believe you use the original phrase. You simply use the slang word right. instead of the meaning word. So uh, lay a fill gonna call it a day and go up me bloody Apples. <laughs> I can't wrap my head around the fact that they're not just using the word that actually. You rhymes. can't wrap your loaf. I, I can't wrap my loaf around the you fact can't they're wrap not your just loaf. using bread instead of. Yeah, loaf. it's like an illusion. It's like loaf of bread, but instead of bread, head. That's too close. You have to use loaf. Me bloody loaf. It makes me bloody loaf spin. It do. It does. It do. Dooby dooby do. I don't know. I could this buy. I could buy a confusing. house. I could buy a house in that neighborhood, and they could say, "If you move out of this neighborhood within a day, there's no refund," and I would move out within an hour. <laughs> the one last one. The slang word is whistle. The meaning is suit, and it's derived from whistle and flute. Flute rhyming with suit. So, like me new whistle, gov. Just bought it at Macy's. <laughs> Cockney, officially the the hardest language to learn ever. That's tough. So much for freaking Mandarin. Here's here, here's the problem: is one person came up with this idea. How many idiots did he sell on it? Many, like a whole. Yeah, there's something that means a lot. Yeah, don't be saying many. Uh, that might, look, that's probably not the word. Telephone. Many. Uh, no eyes. Lies. Fart. Oh, a raspberry is a fart. A raspberry tart. Blew me a wet tart. No, wet Red raspberry. raspberry yeah. Wet raspberry. Don't trust uh, the raspberry after Taco Bell. Oh, man. Never trust a raspberry after Taco Bell. We talked about that. Yeah. I never had a bad Taco Bell experience, like we said last week. I uh-huh. believe. Anyway, so, um, yeah, there's that. And uh, the queen and uh, 
long live the king. Long live and, uh, yeah. long live the not a fan. Like I'm gay, you're not a fan. No, like, I no, I, I'm not. It, like, it has nothing to do with yeah, being yeah. a fan. I'm 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 just indifferent, and I can't get past the whole they always dress up thing. I can't, and half of the stuff they dress up in doesn't even look kind of comfortable. No, it it, it actually looks like if you they they're trying to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like no more starch. Yeah, more starch and more stuff that I got to carry around in the middle of summer on a horse. Oh. More bloody ruffles. Yeah, I, 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 well, no ruffles. Is that or maybe I'm thinking of the 1700s? I'm, I'm no, I'm sure they were. Seems like with a lot ruffles. of ruffles. I'm I feel sure like they, they were, were stuff. ruffles. Yeah, I'm sure they were stuff with ruffles. And on horseback. Yeah, um, on horseback or in those uh, carriages. They ride those carriages around quite a bit too. Oh. That's right, and they have the fans. Yeah. The little paper fans. And, and I just want to tell French them you wouldn't monarchy. be. I, I just is want there to, a French king still? I don't think so. If there is, you never, you never hear of him. What if there's a French king and he's out there? What about me? Yeah. He just wants his. Like, they, like they've had five queens die and nobody cares. Hmm. I don't think there's a French king, though. I could look that up, but the research part of our program is officially over now for how much you uh, love for how much you love the royal family how heartbreaking is it when someday somebody walks up and they're like so you're the royal family they're like yes we all they're like not anymore it's probably gonna happen isn't it probably like they're good like i don't think did they even really have any like actual power i'm not familiar with the whole structure well the, the i thought i thought at some point they used to appoint the prime minister didn't they because I, I had heard she had appointed so, so many had prime ministers. Like, oh, yeah, I heard she had appointed I, so many prime ministers. I thought. Now, isn't it a like, or 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 could she say like, no, not him? <laughs> not she, that could, one. she just has the veto power. Right, right, not that one. Yeah, people just keep mm-hmm. voting. She's like, eh. He's all sixes and sevens. That one. Yeah. Like, uh, isn't got he? Doesn't got uh, he? Isn't got a brain cell in its bloody loaf. And not his old loaf. Now, why would you need a slang word for mate? Isn't mate a slang word? Like friend? Yeah. Like, uh, so China, Ugh. China plate, no. mate. No. Phil, you meet China. What the hell is that? that does, that's not a good there's, one at all. There's no way I go there. That's not a good one at all. No. Yeah, that's the thing. They're just stretching now. now yeah, just... no. Okay, speaking of now. I thought this was all old stuff, but the original phrase is Britney Spears, meaning beers. The slang word is Britney's. Want to go to the pub for a couple of Britney's? I'm officially judging them. This is not good. No, I'm trying to be a fan of this, and I'm thinking I'm doing like old classical stuff here from back in the day. And they're bringing me Britney Spears. See, this I is, wish I never saw that, Phil. Yeah, this is a one-way. This is a one-way road to nothing. Can't get that out of me, bloody loaf. Now, nope. I can't. I can't. Anyway. First and fifteenth doesn't officially endorse this Cockney nonsense. The Cockney rhyming slang. No. Um, I mean, hey, you do you, but in my humble opinion, it might not be worth it. Yeah. It. Uh, but, you know, have fun and uh, the thing. <sighs> Seems like an awful lot Wish to I... learn for no reason. Nothing against Britney Spears. But uh, it's very limited, too, because all told, there's only like a couple of dozen of these. 
So it's not like you have to go out of your way to squeeze them into your vernacular. This just reminds and me. And it doesn't come school, up all the. Huh. When I was in high school, there were these two kids that were going to start, and they 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 were bragging about inventing their own language. And I remember they oh, told. They, I remember they told me a word, and I was like, "Okay, so what does that mean?" Like trying to somewhat entertain them, and they're like, "Oh, it means this." And I was like, "Okay, how many people know that?" Oh, just me and him. Right. That's kind of the point. I, I want to say kids go through that phase. I remember going through a phase, like, you know, the pig Latin oh, stuff. Yeah. I remember, like, you want to have, like, that secret coded language. But see, it, pig Latin's know, different cool. because everybody knows that game. You can't just start making up your own language, and then when people don't catch on, you're like, oh, no, this is a language I'm making up. It's cool because everybody, except for you and your buddy, are going to be like, but it's not. But didn't they do that with Esperanto? I have no like idea. Like they literally just made Esperanto is literally just like a manufactured language. And it was supposed to be like a universal language that like everybody would be able to communicate in. Somebody yeah. just decided, I believe, to invent it. Yeah, be awesome like, to I, go I'm back not to. researching anymore. Not researching anymore, but I I know it's an invented language. I think it was just one person that did it. And it the idea was like so everybody from across the world could speak to each other in their second language or third or auxiliary language of Esperanto. Um, we got to just go back to the, 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 the very first language, which I'm positive, I think, and everybody would agree, was just grunts. I, I, hand gestures? Hand, gesture, like hand gestures and, yeah, hand gestures and grunts. We go back to that. And, 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 and you know what? If something can't be explained that simply, it's just not for me. Yeah. Like, for instance, my book. I said I <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine Einstein trying to trying to lay out all his theories and hand gestures and grunts? You know what? Maybe he didn't have to. Because yeah. what do I need that for? Right. What, what do I need that? We're, for? We're, we're talking in hand need? gestures and grunts. I. I what is this? Take take that writing somewhere else. Yeah. But the whole idea behind my book. Um, don't have I mentioned? I don't. Uh, just briefly. Okay, so uh, the context is laid out that I have a book out, and you could hit me up at capitalismedia at yahoo.com if you want to know more. Um, also, find out more at uh, capitalist.xyz. But um, anyway, the whole idea is it's as if you were sitting next to me or we were sitting across from each other. We were hanging out, and it was your first or new, you're new to cigars or want to reboot your cigar smoking experience. And, like, I'm, I'm smoking. You, the reader, are smoking. And I'm walking you through it, right? But I'm doing that only because you're so far away, reader. Right. But if you were here with me, I could do this book possibly in a series of hand gestures or at least like you could see what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So the need for the book simply arises because uh, we outgrew hand gestures. That's interesting. I feel like I lost my train of thought, but you should definitely buy my book. Anyway, you want to hit a segment? Yeah, sure. Let's hit a segment. Impolite Conversations. Okay. Our newer segment. Uh, our, our, it's it's newer. It's not new. We've been doing it a while. Two, say, I don't two, really two previous it. ones, I think. I think two, two previous Is ones. that new? When, when is something not new anymore? How does that work? Is that like depending case to case or? Like, I think I think I think I think three in is still new. I think once you get okay. to five, I think once you get to five, it's not new. 
It's time for our new segment, Impolite Conversations, here on the 1st and 15th podcast. And uh, today's, this week's, this episode's, there we go, use that one, this episode's <laughs> Impolite Conversation is brought to you by Paper Tiger Coffee. PaperTigerCoffee.com, put a tiger in your cup. And I'll tell you what, a tiger is a roaring animal. It is. That's not a meower. That's not a lynx. Lynx is, is technically a lynx. roaring animal, but not really. Is it a, like it is, but only in certain very specific. I feel like situations. a lynx. If I, oh, here we go. I feel like a lynx is a growling animal. You see, I have it down as a hissing, like not a growl, but like a like they're like, like <laughs> not like a hiss, like, a, <laughs> like not like a howl, but like, like a screech. It's a like screeching a, animal. There's, there's screeching animal. Yeah, a lynx. I could do that. Like, yeah. Hmm, okay. Impolite conversations, and impolite conversations. If, you, if since it's new, it's agreed on bond that it's still new. It's a segment again brought to you by Paper Tiger Coffee, papertigercoffee.com, where Phil and I bring to the table a somewhat touchy subject, and uh, then talk about it for a little bit. And uh, since it's my episode since it's an odd number episode again number 39 my impolite conversation my pick to bring to the table is why don't people read more takes too much people but not if you get a chat book that you could read in the time it takes you to smoke a cigar phil those listening at home in the time it takes you to smoke cigar, what, like ninety minutes tops, and 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 the instructions are to like you don't have to constantly read. You could like put it down and continue to smoke your cigar, and let my words echo in your mind as you're enjoying your premium cigar. Why don't more people do that, Phil? Why don't more people read? I here's the thing. I think people do read. They just read dumb stuff. Like, and speaking of dumb stuff, I don't know if I mentioned this before or not, but I have a book out. Well, that wasn't a good segue. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, no, I was uh, scratch that. Yeah, one. scratch that segue. Scratch, scratch, scratch knock that, that out for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I. What I think is is kind of interesting is that people read dumb stuff. So, if you tell somebody, "Hey, read this one and a half page article about this thing," it's kind of interesting. I'm like, ah, get to it. I, I don't really like reading. <laughs> But then that same person will come up to you and be like, oh, my gosh, did you just read Jan's latest post on Facebook? Like, no, what was it? They're like, here, I'll just send it to you. So they send it to you. And it is literally five pages of Jan, which always starts out. I usually don't post things like this. But Mm. and then it's five pages of something. Yeah. And that's what people usually she so usually, in fact, posts it that you realize you've heard this all before. Right. Yeah. From from Jan. And like you said, this is so Jan. Yeah. And like you said, Jan does, in fact, post things like this often. mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, That's almost in keeping with the Facebook doesn't want you to see this post (laughs) posted to Facebook three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. They left it up there quite some while. Right. Yeah. For Facebook uh, not keeps, wanting it to be seen. Yeah. Facebook keeps blocking this, but they don't. Apparently not. Ask <laughs> me about what it's really like to be on Facebook's shit list. 
for, sim- for simply posting your own stuff. Yeah. My own stuff in my own group. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, Mike Weinstein's <laughs> blog, but it's technically <laughs> my own group. And I feel like we're cheating people in, out of an impolite conversation segment by me bogarting the whole show talking about my book. I, f- I don't feel like you've talked about your book much, to be honest. I, I'm very self-conscious about it. I don't want to make a big deal about it. But, I mean, some things are really just big deals. And, uh, like, a couple of things off the top of my head is what we're talking about. The queen died. There's a new king. And I have a book out you can right. buy. CapitalistMediaYahoo.com. Top headlines of the Hit week. Me up. Top headlines of the week. I can't wait to see how the how the how CNN covers it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking um, forward to to seeing Twitter that, uh, what's trending and it's. I would like to think it's the Queen dying, your book, and then King Charles. I like that order. I think that's a fair. That order, order makes sense. That order makes sense because let's face it, King Charles isn't going anywhere. You're right. He's going to be king for a while. Yeah. I'm hopefully going to sell out of these and have to hit a second print. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You can't, you gotta be, you gotta be a more confident salesman. You can't say hopefully. Um, I'm trying to take the Steve soccer approach. Should, should I do the Steve soccer approach yeah, to the Steve, cigar yeah. sales? Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't pay as much as I'm asking for this book. <laughs> it's not that good. Yeah. But Hey, if you want to be a dumb fuck, yeah, now, he doesn't go that far. Yeah, but, right, I mean, yeah. it's implied. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's heavily implied. Um, but the, yeah, the, the impolite conversation, how we could we actually spin this to give people a little bit of something and to give Ken over at paper tiger coffee, a little bit of a thing An impolite conversation reading. I don't know. Read more. I write that all the time. Read more. Well, I, I think people it, don't it, read either because everything, everything is so accessible. Like if <clears throat> you could like, um, and not to pick a, a news company, but any, any news company like CNN or even Fox, anybody like that, they'll have an article, but within the article, more times than not is the embedded video where if you watch the video, they're saying the exact same thing the article just said. So it doesn't really yeah. encourage people to read. It encourages people to just, oh, click on the video and not read any of this. You, you, you ever see the, the the internet news articles where you could click to hear it? Yes. And like a computer voice reads the, the article to you? Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather read it. I'd really yeah. rather read it. Yeah. Like, so I I don't get that. Is that like an age thing? Are we like middle aged guys? So like uh, this would, this would not play well to like uh, one of them millennials uh, listening to this. They'd be like, oh, these guys don't know what they're talking about. Well, it's an, it's I think it's an age and technology thing. So it's, it's, it's an age things. I think younger people are watching videos and stuff like that, but it's also a technology thing because even people our age are watching videos. I was talking to my kid about that and um, our age group, we're kind of in the same age group, yep. but like our, my, our, the age group, the Gen Xers or whatever, um, and all like around there, like they're split really hard. They're split into two groups when it comes to technology, people that just don't do it and people that do it. Yep. Like there's a bunch of people that I grew up with that they've never had a Facebook page that have no internet presence. Yep. Like it, it's the last thing they want to do. And then there's people that like are very, very, very plugged in. And I'm like a weird uh, hybrid version of that where if it wasn't for my blog, Kaplowitz.xyz, I wouldn't be online. 
I wouldn't have social media. So I can't really say I'm savvy, but I'm there very reluctantly. But I also don't do the thing like, here's what I'm having for breakfast and I'm on my way to gym. Yeah, see, that's I think I think I've fallen more into that camp. I think when social media first came out, well, to be honest, when social media first came out, I used it to promote my bands and that was just on MySpace. And then as time went on, it's like, oh, okay, you're supposed to be able to connect with people. And then I realized very quickly, you don't really connect with anybody on social media. And so if I didn't have, if I didn't, if I didn't have my website and my podcast and, and the first and 15th, I probably wouldn't be on social media either at this point. Yeah. Especially at this point where it's reached like some kind of toxic boiling point, it right. feels like, yeah. like everything is like what we were talking about before we started recording, like everything is drama porn and dream, like doom scrolling and not not really for me i don't uh, i don't need help being a pessimist you know like i could i could handle that yeah in house i will say something that's kind of funny there was a guy that was younger than me um like three or four years younger than me and it's this has been maybe no no that wouldn't be that long probably five or six years ago and uh i remember talking to him and he was like uh I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just find you on Facebook or something. He's like, oh, man, I don't do Facebook. He's like, I'll do Facebook. I'll do Instagram. I'll do Twitter. I'll do any of that jazz. Younger than me, and he used the word any of that jazz. Because every time I see the guy, I think I don't do any of that jazz. Every time I see him now. Wow. Yeah. Younger than me going way, way back to say this is how emphatically he doesn't do this stuff. He doesn't do any of that jazz. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I like the guy. I like I, the cut I, of his I, jib. I like that too. Uh, yeah. I, I, like, I, I, I really wouldn't, but, uh, I, I don't know. But uh, so it does bleed and, and uh, paper tiger coffee, paper tiger coffee.com. Put a tiger in your cup. If you like coffee, this is coffee. Yeah. Not to be confused with paper mache links coffee. Is something that isn't coffee, like the malted beverages that the Mormons drink. Uh, like it's not that. It's not tea. It, it's it's not hot cocoa. I, do Mormons really drink it, malted? I had no idea. Yeah, they they drink. I, I believe the Mormons because they can't do. Is it the Mormons? I always get Mormons mixed up with other stuff I don't know much about. But anyway. <laughs> I believe they are not allowed. They're restricted from enjoying the benefits of caffeine. And to get their hot drinks in, they have some kind of a malted beverage, like some kind of like a grain-based malted beverage that they enjoy, I'm sure. Um, But it's not that. It's not that. If you're a Mormon, I'm sorry, Paper Tiger Coffee doesn't have you covered. Apparently Um, not. But the minute you become a Jack Mormon, hit up (laughs) PaperTigerCoffee.com. Yeah, I don't and know. Of course, what that a, is a, 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 okay, so so Jack Mormon is a Mormon that's fallen out of the Mormon faith. Oh, okay. They okay. call it Jack Mormon. I, I forget where I learned that, but I learned that probably from reading one of my cowboy books or something when I was a kid. And I remember being a kid and I wasn't sure what a Mormon was, but I wanted to be one so I could then not be one and be considered a Jack Mormon because that sounded cool. <laughs> I wanted to be a Jack Mormon. Yeah, I, I I never got into I never got into religious stuff that much. I went I went to a church when I was a little kid, and uh, that was about it. And then I went to youth group with uh, some of my friends in 
in like high school and stuff because honestly, it was just something to do. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm listening to you, but I'm, I'm feeling like we didn't really do an impolite conversation. We did the reading thing, but it wasn't impolite. It wasn't impolite. Here's something that's been happening. At my, okay. <laughs> and now it's time for everyone's favorite segment, the new segment here at First 15th. It's called Impolite Conversations, where in every episode, Phil and I discuss something a little dicey. And... This installment of Impolite Conversations, Phil, Bruce Springsteen. Fuck him. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're not going to disagree on that. I, I might not be as uh, as passionate Fuck about him. it, but I, I, yeah, I, I was never a big Bruce Springsteen. Fuck him. You know, and, and fuck him. You know why? Fuck him. Uh, sorry. I, I guess you're going to have to mark this explicit. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of Bruce Springsteen. Just be, you see, messing things up wherever he yeah. goddamn goes. Uh, worth hundreds of millions of dollars because he sang about the plights of poor people. Yep. Piece of shit. <laughs> poor exploitation. Poor exploitation. <laughs> Working class exploitation. Can't stand the dude. Really don't like him. Bad people. You know who's good people, though? I want to stay on the sunny side of the street. You know, sunny yeah, side of the yeah, street. Yeah, yeah. Don't go, don't give that rich guy more money to hear about the plights of poor people. Give your money to John Cougar Mellencamp because John Cougar Mellencamp, I know he doesn't go by Cougar anymore, but he always does with me. <laughs> John Cougar Mellencamp. And I'm not trying to get any, like, I'm not trying to, like, be like a, like an Indiana guy, like a cheap pop kind of thing, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. but John Cougar Mellencamp, the real deal. Yeah. Helped start the whole farm aid thing. Yep. Uh, the real deal, not just cashing checks on the sweat of the brow of the working class people while he's in his ivory fucking tower. Goddamn you, Bruce Springsteen. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I've, I, I will sing say me that, another that, song about being poor, you son of a bitch, with five hundred million in the bank. <laughs> this was a this was a very ticket uh, sales thousands of dollars to see Bruce Springsteen <laughs> sing songs. That's only about for being poor. Easy. That's only for his rich friends that can afford those thousand dollar tickets. Yeah, and not only that, but. He's he makes his money on the sweat of the working class and the poor brow, and then has closed session, sessions where those people can't even get get in if they wanted to. It, 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 it's for the rich people only. It, it come hear this rich guy sing about being poor, but only if you make a lot of money. Well, in his defense, if he's a crap. In his defense, he's a crap. If, if he, John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> he's a good man in bruce springsteen's defense if he spends all if he spends all this money which is basically you know nothing to him chump change to rent out this very nice venue he doesn't want poor people coming and wrecking the place yeah how does he sing what was he do it from memory at this point <laughs> i'm pretty sure it's memory but i don't know he's not out there with the people he's yeah. not helping anyone yeah He's just freaking probably driving around in a Bentley. I I I never I never got stolen throwing cigars. I, I never got I never got Bruce Springsteen, and I got even less 
the back-to-back singing in the same mic with his guitar player. That's the thing that bothered me most about him. I don't him. know anything. They got, I, I don't know anything about music, dude. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. I do know I like Jack and Diane. <laughs> Two American kids growing yep. up in the heartland. Hey, you know, it's uh, cool, I mean, and I don't want to get geeky here, but I actually saw the drummer that did that song, Kenny Aronoff. I went to one of his clinics. I kind of like that. I kind of, that, that's, yeah. yeah I, was, I, uh, I went to yeah. one of his clinics, and he actually did that, like, song live. Like, he had the pre-recorded tracks, but it was actually kind of cool to see him, like, talk about how he came up with that part and like break it down and then so like he actually it. came up with like, oh yeah he, he oh that's, yeah that's no he came cool, up dude. with that yeah he came up that's with kind of that. cool yeah how did he feel about bruce springsteen did it come up in conversation well this was john mellencamp's drummer no i know i was just oh, wondering if they, uh, if they throw shade on bruce springsteen because they i think it should. i think at one point in a drum solo he just yelled out fuck bruce springsteen that's nice yeah that's real nice yeah yeah i think that's how it came that's up. real nice yeah yeah so uh, again it's an impolite conversation so i know it's going to upset some people but uh i have no tolerance for bruce springsteen i i, I gotta be zero honest. zero tolerance yeah not not as not as passionate as you are once again and not for the same reason but uh i, I just not a big i was never i never i didn't i never got it <sighs> babe what was his big song baby we were born to run yeah, baby, like we were a, born to run. We yeah, born. born in the USA, right? Or what does he have that beats Jack and Diane? Nothing. Yeah, and that's just a part of the John Cougar Mellencamp portfolio. Yeah, a small part. Mm-hmm. Nothing. It, anyway, John Cougar Mellencamp. That's a guy right there. That is a guy. That's a guy. Right is he there. still I doing stuff? Try- is he still I don't doing know. stuff? I'm wondering because, like, I picture him being a cigar guy, and I picture him maybe wanting to read how to enjoy a cigar. I could see that by Kaplowitz Media, where I penned and self-published a bit of a chapbook or a pamphlet. If you're in the UK, and it's uh, it's about the price, about the cost. It'll run you about that. Uh, <sighs> I got to be honest, to procure though. I hate of to, a I hate premium to, cigar. I hate to disappoint yeah. you. I, You'll I, be able to I read it in the time it takes. I, I think Mellencamp is a cheap, smoke is a cheap cigarette guy. Yeah, he might be a roll your own guy. <laughs> like I can picture, like John Cougar Mellencamp rolls a cigarette with one hand. Yeah, he's a cheap cigarette guy. I think. Yeah, I could kind of see that. And any tobacco left, he he keeps on to it because he's going to put it in the next cigarette. Right, 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 right. And he has, he has like a pack of, he has like a hard pack, like a camel hard pack, yep. but he bought it like several years ago and he just keeps it to store his roll your owns in and roll it up in his sleeve. Yeah. In his t-shirt sleeve. Yeah. You got to admire that though. There's no. You got to admire that. And maybe Bruce Springsteen does the same thing, but he's freaking posing when he does it. No, he doesn't. You know, he, you know he rolls up in his sleeve. He rolls up one of those, what, bronze or brass cigarette holders. And it's just, it, but it doesn't have cigarettes in it. It's just got like a huge wad of cash that he's flattened out to put in there. And 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 a single herbal cigarette, <laughs> like what they use on yeah. stage when they don't want to smoke tobacco. But yeah. uh, you know, just just in case he feels like he has to like pretend to be like a regular guy. Yeah, he could just light up one of those herbal cigarettes that he probably paid eighty thousand dollars for. Right. You know, and well, here's, uh, then here's he's a the regular thing guy. Here's Let me tell too. you what it's like to be broke. Want to hear a song about being broke? <laughs> want, want Do a cry, you really? Want to cry a, to this give song? Me, give me twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> want to cry to this song I'm singing about your life? Definitely not my life. 
but your life. <laughs> right. Or, or, uh, or as I would imagine it. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine Jeez, if I were you, I'd kill yourself. Yeah, I've seen the cars. Uh, you guys, I've like, seen the cars you guys have to drive and yeah, you don't even have a private jet. Here's the thing. You... Speaking about Bruce Springsteen. So, and I, I'm not a big Tom. How do Waits. you get to Europe? What do you fly coach? Yeah. You don't have your own, you don't have your own jet. That's weird. That doesn't even, how's that work? It's like we're living two separate realities. Strange. Want to hear a song about not being able to pay rent? <laughs> or my stab at it anyway? I don't know. Or, or my feeble yeah. approach at it? It's probably uh, not entirely accurate, but my rich buddies seem to like it. <laughs> Fuck you, Bruce. Here's the thing about Bruce Springsteen that one of the things I never got. So Tom Waits, I'm not not a big fan of his. I, his music is just oh, he's kinda, too precious. We've talked about that. Yeah, yeah. He's, so he's, so Tom Waits, he's got that like rough kind of grovelly voice, but his music his music is kind of weird and quirky. Bruce Springsteen, same singing ability, which to be honest and not to be disrespectful, but non-existent. Writing pop it's a songs, sty- it's, it's it's like a style. It's like a stylized. Yeah, but he follows the pop song like he follows this like pop song format. So how does a guy that can't sing? Well, maybe uh, I guess you could say that for a lot of people. But yeah, but without auto tune. But yeah, but he doesn't. Yeah, he's just like. And it's like, oh, this is unbelievable. This song is beautiful. I can take you higher. Fuck you, dude. You never suffered a day in your life, man. Get on your plane and go. <laughs> See, I don't know his backstory. Like, was he ever a poor kid or something? What What, what was his VH? Where, where okay, are they now? I, I, I said I said I wouldn't, or... but let's let let's do this because maybe he did come out of nothing, and I, I owe him a somewhat of a not of an apology, but a little bit of a consideration. Um, <laughs> Let's see. This is again Wikipedia, and we're gonna go to his. Uh, I can't wait uh, till you early. Career, I can't wait till you release life. till you release an official Twitter apology and tag him in it. And he's like, "Who is this guy, and what's he apologizing for?" <laughs> his, 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 his dad worked as a bus driver. Oh, uh, uh, he had mental health problems. <sighs> Worse than his mother. His, his mother. Uh, I was originally from the Bay Ridge neighborhood. I remember Bay Ridge. I've been to Bay Ridge in Brooklyn. Uh, worked as a legal secretary and was the main breadwinner in the Springsteen. Springs two younger. Springsteen's eternal. Another thing. He's raised a Catholic. He comes from like working class stuff, so he could remember that. Maybe his parents told him stories yeah. and he's singing about it for his rich friend. I don't know. Fuck Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Like, I'm not backing off on this. <laughs> John Coogan, Mellencamp. That's fine with me. That's the deal. That's, that's fine. the deal. I don't know. Like, that's that's the deal. John Coogan, Mellencamp. And, and anyway, but I feel like that was a, enough yeah. of an impolite conversation, right? Yeah. Like, uh, we, we, we broke a few eggs to make a nice little omelet, yeah. you know? Yeah, there's little pieces of shell floating around in there. That's all right. Ugh, there's nothing worse than trying to get a piece of the uh, shell out of a freaking egg when you're knocking into a bowl and to scramble it up it. and you just can't freaking do that. God, I'm, it, it looks like I'm having a crunchy egg. Yeah, and then well, then the you, shell you just know. mocks you. It keeps moving around out of your grip every time oh, you go to get it. Stuck in the it goes it gets stuck in that egg semen. Yeah, you, you know it's it, it's yep. got like the little like I don't want to be vulgar, but oh, no. it's got like the little 
Yeah. You know, egg, kind of thing. Semen, you can't yeah. get it out. Egg semen. That's not yeah. bad, right? No, like, I, I, I don't fine. know what it is. It's, uh, but uh, that's maddening. Yeah, yeah because is. that's the thing. I think it is egg semen because the yellow, they're happy to call yolk. That has a name. What's the name of the egg white? Nobody ever, it's always just egg white. It's egg white. Because they're afraid to say what it really is. Chicken splooge? Um, yeah. Did I just name the episode? Could we call this chicken splooge? We can. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, one uh, the, the 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 book, the yeah. book. It was a bit of a journey, as is the writing of undertaking the writing, the penning, the authoring of a book. Any book is, and um, it began as I write in the in the opening bits of it it began as something else it shifted to what it is now on the way to what it is now it went through something else and i followed the journey of it i let it i birthed it and when you birth a thing you are giving it life you are breathing life into it and once you breathe life into something it has its own path to take and I let it take its own path and sure I fondly watched it proudly as it drifted upon its own journey that I bestowed it upon by breathing life into it but it was interesting to see and then I finished it and then I finished it what did you finish it or did it finish itself I was its voice <laughs> in it reaching its ultimate evolution. Yeah. And I was proud to be there for it. Just, it's like when you get, when you see your kid off to school, when you see your kid off to his first apartment, you know, when, when, when you walk your daughter down the aisle. Yeah. At the church to some love that's gonna boinker yeah you know fuck you how do you how do you get over that i'm i'm gonna walk my my kid down the aisle fuck you mine mine <laughs> you're a dink yeah anyway so uh, anyway so but the journey wasn't over phil mm -hmm. a whole other chapter in his journey had yet unbeknownst to me begun right. and then it begun it begun to fill. Yeah. And that is making it into an actual book. F having somebody format it, uh, picking a font, the font. It's like an old school typewriter font because that's quirky, right? Yeah, yes. right. Yeah. And uh, uh, it, it, like the cover, look at the cover. Looks like one, it looks like something I would put on Instagram. Yep. Looks like you a Kapowitz Media thing. Yeah. Very tight branding because. While it does have a life of its own, it comes from my loins. Right. Right. So it has to bear certain traits and characteristics of its kinfolk, of its ancestry. And I had to find the right person to do that. And I thought I had, and then I hadn't. Yeah. Because it, it was it was rough going. I'm not putting any. I mean, we're talking. We're not even talking publishing. We're talking running, run off, format it, run off some copies for me. It's a chapbook. It's underground. It's lo-fi. It's lovely. You know. Yep. Apparently, not all copy shops, copy C O P Y shops, are uh, 
are created the same, you, you know, because right. the first one, they just couldn't quite get the job done. And uh, I had to be like, look, I don't think this school is right for my child. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think you're the man to take my daughter off my hands just yet, fellow. Mm-hmm. No, you can't have my permission. You remember back in the day? You would have to like approach the. Did, yeah. did you have to? Did did you do that when you were married? Did you go to like uh, I'll, I'll your wife? No. You didn't want to risk it. Like, nah, uh, I, 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 I'm not that. I'm not really that traditional of a person, to be honest. I I'm just not. For, I have you uh, for um, like uh, going over to your your future, your hopefully future wives father and going well here here's the here's the thing sir here's the thing you and and this isn't this isn't any knock on on my father-in-law but you run into these different guys right and by the time you're a certain age like once you're in your once you're in your like earlier mid-20s you start realizing like all these guys that are 20 or 30 years older than me are still just as big a dopes as i am what why am i like what blessing am i getting Wow. He doesn't <laughs> listen to this, does he? No. But I mean, oh, that's God. the truth, you know? Like and like I said, it's not an offense to him. It's just you get a certain age where you're like, you know, uh, unless these people have had like wildly life-building experiences, the same dope I am. The exact same dope I am. Just just some gray hair. Yeah, just some gray uh, hair. So uh, I'm looking... I'm looking gray and maybe a higher form. Yeah, so I'm looking in a mirror then, saying, hey... Mind if I take this person to a person that is more than likely sitting here making all kinds of judgments about you, and they've done the same stupid, dopey stuff you have, if not that's, worse. That's a good take. That's a hot take, but a good take. Yeah. That's a hot take, but a good take. That's an impolite conversation, too, in a way, I guess. I don't go. even know what that really means <laughs> at the end of the day. But I, I found I had to go shopping for another copy store, another printer i guess yep. you know and i i found uh, i'm gonna give them a shout out it's if anybody is local to me because i don't think this is like a mail order kind of situation but if anybody's local to me in the eugene oregon area the copy shop it's on 13th check them out great people the family that owns the copy shop also owns max's tavern across the street great freaking pastrami sandwich it was just, it, this was just yesterday. I'm still riding the high of uh, seeing my, <laughs> my baby. It was like, they handed me a, uh, they handed me a one and I was like, oh my God, do I have to give it a bath? Should we cut the cord? Do I get to cut the cord? Right. It was like they handed me my child when they handed me how to enjoy a cigar, a Kaplowitz media chat book available now. Uh, find out more at Kaplowitz.xyz or hit me up personally at, uh, capitalistmediayahoo.com but great people uh the uh, you're you're not a bar guy uh, i'm gonna I'm, say. A, I'm a bar food guy though i actually like bar food oh you need to come out here and check out max's sounds like max's it. tavern and oh boy but this was i'm not necessarily a bar guy either but i am an aesthetics guy and this max's tavern was the perfect bar nice it wasn't like 
a lot of these bars, they fancy themselves sports bars, and you walk in and you get barraged. You get assaulted by like huge televisions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking every single stuff game on. Glaring it. Yeah. and every game on and this and that. They had one little television on that corner of the bar, one little television on that corner, and then they had a larger screen kind of where you, you know, mm-hmm. away from the bar. If I had my perfect personal druthers, I would have said they just needed one tiny television, not two at the bar. But hey, Max's Tavern, you do you because you're killing it. You right. know, but it was great. It was rickety. It was old. It was old freaking the, the people there were awesome. Uh, it, it's it was just a great beer on tap. Uh, just uh, the. the the, the the sandwich oh it was just delicious and 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 I'm sitting there because we're waiting for them to run off a mock up of it mm-hmm. and the owner lady comes across the street from her print shop from her copy shop to Max's Tavern finds me there sitting there drinking a cup of coffee at the time and she hands me the mock up she's like what do you think and I'm like I think I love you. <laughs> I think I want to live here. Like while we're waiting, somebody popped corn. Yeah, see, that's the whole awesome. place smells like popcorn, yeah. dude. Oh God! So if you're anywhere here and you want to uh, do anything that requires any kind of a copier or anything, go to go to go to the copy shop and uh, hey, tell them Cap sent you, and they'll be like, "Who? That weird guy? <laughs> the, the weird guy writing a book about cigars or something?" Yeah, did he ever sell any of those? <laughs> we, we have a little bit of a bet amongst ourselves. Uh, yeah. Anyway, speeding things up, speeding things up. There's the new, and now there's the old, yeah. as far as segments. And it's unsolicited advice. Yeah. And unsolicited advice is brought to you by our good friend Sal, Sal's Tire Caps. And um, he didn't send me copy. I did, did he send you copy for the show? Not, not no. He only sends the person that. Did check, you email him? I, I'm gonna check my email. He checks his email like every Monday. Is that what? It, yeah, yeah, we might be hitting him in a weird part in the cycle. Let me check real quick if he got a hold of me. I hear. Yeah, here, here we go. It cracks me. He still has the AOL. Yeah. Right. Um. Okay, so let, let me, uh, unsolicited advice. This uh, next segment of the first and 15th podcast is brought to you by Sal's Tire Caps. Sal's Tire Caps. I don't know, say anything. <laughs> yeah. I should have, sounds... I should have, I, I, I should have scanned that real quick. That first sounds right. I... Okay. Well, Sal's Tire Caps. Uh, yeah unsolicited advice again it's an odd numbered episode that means it's a cap show if i may be so bold if you haven't smoked a cigar yet if you've smoked thousands of cigars even if you are a seasoned smoker even if you're a cigar guy there's something in it for you to read how to enjoy a cigar because so many times we're so caught up in the lingo and the jargon and the, the hidden knowledge of how the sausage is made that we forget to sit down and enjoy the sausage. Mm-hmm. Sit down, enjoy a cigar. And this book, Caput's Media, How to Enjoy a Cigar, 
it'll get you there, man. It'll yes, get man. you there. It'll give you good information to carry around in your loaf. <laughs> but but I can speak from from firsthand knowledge. It is not in Cockney, thank God. Mm, no, no, no. And uh, you 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 were privy to an advanced screening of uh, yeah. So if of, I can give a piece of unsolicited or uh, unsolicited review, I would say that it's not only. I, I, I even hesitate to use the word like instructional because it, it's kind of not. I mean, it, it is, but it's not. But it's, it's. I think above everything else, it's entertaining to read to. It's done in an entertaining way where it's not just, a, oh, hey, these are the rules. This is what you do. It's it's not really that kind of book. It's it's an entertaining book that's kind of a journey while you're smoking your cigar. I tell a couple of stories about yep. my life. Yep. I um I touch on some things. I pull a couple of heartstrings. I get a couple of yuck yucks in. Uh, I I get in. I get out. I give you just the information you need to know. I uh, I'm, I'm going to say it. I shit on the rules a little bit. I shit on the rules. Yep. But then I but then I tell you why and I explain why and I bring you right back to what I bring you right back to enjoyment mm-hmm. and that's what it's all about. So in this unsolicited advice segment again. Thank you, Sal. Um, don't feel like you have to send me something, Sal, if you don't actually have anything. He's not listening. Oh, he doesn't listen to no. the program. No. He's he told, asked he's, me how. He's, he's told I, me I spent much. a lot of time. Oh, because I, I asked him if he listened, and he was like, he, he doesn't do podcasts. So. Yeah, I, well, I asked him. I, I said, did you hear our spot? I've asked him before, have you heard our spot on the podcast? And he's like, what's that? That sounds about right. I, I spent a long time, about a week or two ago, trying to walk him through how to find the podcast. And it would have, I guess, been nice if he just told me it, well, he wasn't interested. But I guess it's also nice to like, yeah, let me waste my time. Did you hear the, see, I did that. I've done that before. Did you hear the TV in the background? Sal's tire caps. <laughs> good guy. Good, good guy. guy good way. guy. Good good guy and a necessary product because you don't want to get the, the, the road yeah. dirt in the valve and then yeah. some, something might happen, I guess. I don't know. Supposedly. It's nice. Yeah. Um, but that's the unsolicited advice. And thank you for the unsolicited review, Phil. I really appreciate that. It's uh, I, I like to think it's a fun read. It's a it's it's a it's a page turner, but don't forget to stop turning pages and sit down every once in a while and just relax with it because um, I kind of ran out of things to say, but I was still trying to hit that. <laughs> you got you got that Sal syndrome going on. Mm, I don't know, just say anything. Yeah, and as a wow, but uh, we have a new king. Well, some people have a new king. Yeah, but, but all those people also have prime ministers and presidents and statesmen that work alongside. Right. Yeah. Them. Yeah. I, I, how, how important is this, Phil? Like, the, the, the king? there's an elephant in the room. Yeah. yeah like, I, uh, I don't, I, I mean, if, yeah. For, I mean, for us, if, you know, maybe this is a polite conversation for us, it's not important whatsoever. Um, and I can't imagine it's that important to the people over in the UK. I mean, maybe, maybe like, uh, as a, I think what I've heard most of them talking about is like a symbol, maybe as a symbol, 
But is anything that has any, you know, anything? Vacations on any yeah, sort it, of level whatsoever. I would say not important. No. But it's nice to have. I mean, it's... Isn't isn't that just <laughs> isn't as you put it? Maybe to come full circle here, isn't that just another Bruce Springsteen? Just one I more person to look you. at. No, I that, will not have you. <laughs> isn't it just one more person to look at that has more crap than most people do? That has no power, other than the power that the people that have nothing continue to give him for some reason. Yes. Jack and Diane is perhaps <laughs> the most perfect song. It's good. Yeah. It's a really good song. Sucking on a chili dog. <laughs> yeah. It's a good song. And it's like it, it's it, got it's like an anthem at the end too, once everything comes in. It like turns it goes from like a song that's very sparse to like an anthem at the end. It's freaking and and at the end you're like there's a different kind of American pep in your step. Yeah. You know, you're American. Yeah. Like, it's, let's go to Walmart. You're slapping I, high fives with I'm, another guy. I'm, yeah. I'm finally going to pop on that Budweiser tank. That <laughs> to that red tank shirt. Yeah. That, 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 uh, that with hat. The Bud that, logo on that it. That hat where you stick two beers in it and you have two straws come into your mouth. Honey, bring me my cowboy hat. We're going to Walmart. Sucking on a chili dog. Fair. And you're sitting out in the Walmart parking lot because you didn't get all the way through the song yet, so you're just sitting out there waiting for the song to end. Yeah, not yet, not yet. Yep. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. It didn't hit yet. Yeah. It didn't hit yet. I can still. I, well, I can still hear everything fading away. Hold on. Hmm. God, that's a good song, dude. Like, I, like, what's a better song than Jack and Diane? There's none. It's really. There's none. <laughs> you did that thing where that people do where they ask a question then they leave no space <laughs> what's a better because song there nothing shouldn't be yeah <laughs> right yeah. it should be like nothing what's yeah. a better song yeah. how many like, how many people how many people can you name that are stronger than me nobody <laughs> <laughs> that's just you because you're eating cleaner you're yeah. eating better you're lifting heavier yeah yeah, I woke up this morning and my shoulder hurts. So I decided <laughs> to just not. You're not ready for my program yet? I'm not ready for the Phil Group program <laughs> of personal betterment. <laughs> just going to sit here and read my book again. Yeah, it holds right. up. It, I'm going to read my book. I'm going to listen to Jack and Diane. And uh, God damn. Be an American, dude. dude. And be an American and fuck Bruce Springsteen. Oh, hey, on the back of your book, does it have Made in America? Nobody could, because I could put anything on there. Oh, here's something else. Uh, if you order my book and hit me up to order it, uh, capitalismedia.yahoo.com, I will sign it. I will sign it right wherever you want it. But where do people typically sign books? Like on a title page? Yeah, I think on like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I will sign it um, with my name. Do I have to stress that? Like nobody ever yeah. stresses that. You have like, to say, like, you have to do be something. My signature. Yeah. You have like, to do something cliche. Like you got to say like all the best. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All the best. Uh, good luck. Yeah. Uh, best wishes. Yeah. Uh, best of everything. Um, Hall of fame. 
2022. Like, uh, there's like, you, you know, like the guys that they add like a little, like it's like a short <laughs> resume at the end of their autograph. Yeah. Author of this book. Yeah. Author of this book. As though you would have anybody Thanks. else sign that. Mm. It's, it's, uh, I can't stress enough how much you need to listen to Jack and Diane, not listen to Bruce Springsteen and read Kaplowitz Media, How to Enjoy a Cigar. It's it's brilliant and um, and uh, long live the king, long live the king, which is a pretty safe bet because he's old. He's almost Joe Biden old. Yeah, and his son's uh, the next one up. Everybody's already talking about. How would that feel? Like you just became king, and they're like, "Oh, we can't wait for this next guy." It's like, really? I just got here. Yeah, you know who's not aging well? That next guy. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he needs he needs he needs a Phil Carute regimen. Yeah, that's and he right. Needs it yeah. Now, yeah. because he's not holding up well, he looks like he's sixty. Yeah, he could start eating a little bit cleaner and throwing around some heavy. Is, is that William? Is that William Prince William? Yes, William. Uh, yeah, Prince, yeah. Because Henry's the one that took off and flipped off the royal family. And, yeah, he married the chick and moved to yeah. Uh, California. I yeah, think. Like he's living in California now. Yeah, so hopefully he's okay. If you're listening. Prince, uh, oh my gosh, can you imagine how dumb Henry? he feels right now? Henry, yeah. Can you imagine Henry's how dumb like, Prince Henry feels right now as he's leaving? He's like, you're going to live forever, Grandma. I'm never going to be king anyway. I'm out of here. I'm going to California. <laughs> and then she dies three years later. I hope he's okay down there. If you're listening, Prince Henry, stay yeah. safe. Yeah. There's some wildfires all, happening. All the, all the best. Up there. All the best, Prince Henry and your lovely wife, whose name escapes me. Something and, Isn't uh, that Merkel or Markle or... Is that right? That's a name. I know that well, yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, because Middleton, right, is the one that William is married to, then Markle. Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton, Kate, okay. Kate is, is, the, is now like the the, the, the the princess of... Princess of... Of something? Right. He's the prince of Wales. I guess she would be the princess of Wales. Is yeah. That, that works. And or then Henry, Henry, and, Henry and Markle are nothing. Well, I I think he's like the Prince of Middle Earth, or something <laughs> like that. He he just gets his own made up space, right? Yeah. He's got like his own Tolstoy, not Tolstoy, Tolkien kind of yeah. uh, realm out right. there in California. Hollywood, yeah. in California. I don't know if it's Hollywood, but he's living in California now. Why would you pick California? I have I can't I can't even answer that question. You're royalty, well, not anymore. But you're you, you yeah. come from royalty. You 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 could go anywhere in the world, and you pick California. Oh gosh, can you imagine what kind of reality show they could have had had they moved to someplace like, yeah, someplace like you know, rural Indiana. That'd, That'd have been be like awesome. a reality show. That would have been great, and the soundtrack, of course, is Jack and Diane. There we go. All the time, sucking on a chili dog. Yep. How the some of the brilliance of that song, Phil, sucking on a chili dog, mm -hmm. right, right. It never sounds pornographic. Oddly enough, no. It skirts around the vulgar. It's because of the chili dog. If it had been just like a, a hot dog, it it would have. But chili chili dog negates all that. Right, and it's probably because there's a little hint of royalty in there because. Jack is what, and and, and uh, Diane is the like the debutante of the back seat of Jackie's car or something like that. Or, like there's a hint at, yeah, there's a hint of royalty. In I, I see that. 
Phil. Yeah. There's a hint at royalty, and that's why it's like it's always pinkies up with that song, mm-hmm. because like it's it's not deep throating a hot dog. No. It's sucking on a chili dog. Yep. Because the debutante of anything isn't going to deep throat a hot dog. Right. It's a brilliant song. It is. Fuck Bruce Springsteen. Buy my book. I don't know. Is, is that? Are we still on? We're still recording. We may stop though. You We're still recording. Buy my book. <laughs> do you just want me to have that be the end where you say the Bruce Springsteen thing? No, I wanted to keep rolling so I could say once again, buy my book. It's <laughs> Kaplowitz Media, How to Enjoy a Cigar. I walk you through how to enjoy a cigar. I tell you some stories along the way. And uh, it's about the cost of a premium cigar. And it's also about the length of one. Not physically, because that would be a very large cigar. But uh, the length reading-wise uh, of smoking through said premium cigar. It's like I'm right there with you, except I don't have to put pants on. Your background just changed. Did you do something with the lighting? Are we still on? We're still on. I'm, I'm Kaplowitz. stopping. Kaplowitz.xyz, <laughs> Kaplowitz Books. More about it there. And uh, fuck Bruce Springsteen. Before you go, hold on. We still on? <laughs> we yeah, still on? Yeah, we're still on. Fuck Bruce Springsteen. Okay, we could be done now. Okay. Fuck you, Bruce. Thank <laughs> you.